صلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا ثم ما بعد رسولنا صلى الله عليه وسلم منشن الحديث ان السنن قال صلى الله عليه وسلم احب الناس الى الله انفعهم للناس that the most beloved people to Allah Azza wa Jal are those who are most beloved, who are most helpful to others. The most beloved people to Allah Azza wa Jal are those who are helpful to others. He didn't say those who dedicate their nights for tahajjud or their days for fasting, although there is no doubt these are virtuous ibadat. As a matter of fact, tahajjud, the Prophet وسلم, he would say that afdal salati ba'd al farida salatul layl. The, most, uh, the, the best salah after the obligatory one will be the one you pray at night. So it's very virtuous. It comes to fasting, the Prophet said in the hadith Qudsi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Everything the son of Adam would do, they get the reward for, the, for themselves, except for fasting. They were doing it for me and only for me. It's valuable. But the Prophet says in this hadith, nothing more valuable than helping other people. And why is that a jama'ah? Because subhanAllah, in terms of uh, helping other people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's a razzaq, He's al kareem He's the one who provides, He's the most generous, the one who gives lives and takes it, the one who helps people, and subhanAllah, He causes some damage to happen to them and so on. All these things happen by the will of Allah Azza wa Jal and by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But at the same time, the distribution of rizq, the distribution of rahmah, the, uh, the execution of Allah Azza wa Jal, beautiful actions, happen through people like you and I. So sometimes we see things happening around the world, like what happened in Libya. May Allah make it easy for them, Ya Rabbil Alameen. I just was reading in the news that, subhanAllah, after five days, after five days, they found an entire family alive under the rubble. How did they survive? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-kareem. Allah Azza wa Jal did not write for their time to be up on that moment and he gave them extra time. SubhanAllah, that's in Libya. In Morocco, the same thing too. When people were just kind of living their lives, normally in an instant, everything went upside down because of the earthquake. We've seen something like this before in, uh, um, also in, uh, in Turkey. And even in Gaza, SubhanAllah, make it easy for the Rabbil Alameen. The remaining part of that, that storm that hit Libya went all the way there and even also hit uh, Gaza, but not in the same magnitude that it hit really Libya, but subhanAllah, even people got hurt in, in, uh, in the storm as well too. So there's always a need uh, to help. And the Prophet وسلم, made it uh, among the virtuous thing to do is really to dedicate yourself to the help of other people because you truly would be working the work of God himself, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah was the best example for us. In the hadith, when the Prophet received the first revelation, Iqra, Bismi Rabbika Alladhi Khalaq, he وسلم, ran to the house of Khadija, terrified from the sight of Jibreel for the first time in the mountain, in the cave, and the darkness of the night. And then when he came down, she, she asked him, what happened to you? What, would you, what happened? He told her, وسلم, She said, I was so scared for myself from that encounter. But she said, Kalla, wallahi, I said, I swear to God, Allah will never disgrace you. You're not that type of person who will be disgraced or ashamed. And she counted five of his beautiful qualities, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She said, rahim. You always maintain the tie of kinship. You're good to your relatives, no matter what the situation is. You carry the burden of others, even though it's not yours, but you still volunteer to help them out. 
that are always there help to, to help people. وَتَكْسِبُ الْمَعْدُومِ And you revive the hope for those who lost all hope. You know when someone just kind of like there is no khalas, they lost hope and faith in humanity. You revive the hope in humanity for them. You are the one who give them hope after they lose all hope, subhanAllah. Like moment like this, crucial. It could be the, the, the difference between life and death for some people. And you're the one who give them back hope in this life, alhamdulillah. You're very generous to the guests. And back then, guests were very random people come from the desert. You don't even know who they are. So you're just always generous to these people. Generous to the guests. And you help and assist people against the atrocities of life, the calamities of life. Meaning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might cause destruction somewhere by his hikmah and his wisdom to provoke his rahmah through people like you and I. Other people, when they look at these pictures, see these videos, they feel that they're being provoked right now to help people to recover from this disaster. Subhanallah, that's how balanced is. Now, why Allah chose it to be in that place or that place? You can't question of Allah about his wisdom. You can't. But we know there is wisdom behind it. For us, we are just now to be the part of the recovery, part of the help and the assistance and distribution of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the rizq that Allah has prescribed for people who are in need. So I, I'm, I've given inshallah ta'ala this actually as a, uh, as a final advice uh, on, on behalf of all of you. I'm going to be going, inshallah, tomorrow to Morocco for a few days with Islamic relief, hopefully, inshallah, to deliver the message and some of the donations that you guys you give uh, to the people over there, bidnillahi azza wa jal. You'll find the QR code and the, um, also a link on the screen if you'd like to give, inshallah, azza wa jal. Um, give as much as you can. All of this is going to go to Islamic relief, and inshallah, there we're going to be able to deliver the message and also the donation to them, bidnillahi tabaraka wa ta'ala. Like I said, they have been tested with a, a calamity, and we've been tested with generosity. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you among those who will be the beneficial to other people who are the most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for our brothers and sisters in Libya and Morocco, ya Rabbil Alameen. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to alleviate their suffering, ya Allah. We ask Allah to protect them and protect their families and their livelihood, ya Rabbil Alameen. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect their iman, to protect their deen for them, ya Rabbil Alameen. In a moment of fitan like this, Ya Allah, we ask for all of us to be preserved with our iman, our deen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. We ask you to, keep, to, put, to put peace and tranquility in our hearts, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim. And Ya Rabbi, we ask you that you restore their life to the best, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Bring them back again to where they were and better, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim. For those who passed, we, Allah, we ask Allah for their maghfirah, for their rahmah, and to ride among the shuhada. Those who are injured, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for healing and for quick recovery, Ya Rabbil Alameen. And for those who survive, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give them peace and tranquility and to restore their life to the best of what they was, Ya Rabbil Alameen. And for all of us, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us, protect our families, protect our iman, protect our aqidah, our deen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to provide for us from His rahmah, for His mercy, from His rizq, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillah, wa sallallahu alayhi wa Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. We'll see you inshallah ta'ala tomorrow fajr inshallah and then we'll see you in a few days bin the lahazulan. Zakmullah.